Murray out of the pocket. Seven seconds. Six seconds. Murray heaves it downfield. It is. Oh, it's caught. It is caught. DeAndre Hopkins. Miraculous. It's Murray magic. Yo, welcome back. You are listening to the Future Sports Talk Radio. We are Truth Be Told Sports Podcast. It's your boy King Cooley on the mic, and we are back for season three. That's right. One, two, three, three seasons of uh, this this wonderful show that I get to do with my great friends. Uh, speaking of my great friends, um, let's introduce White Mike season three. What up, White Mike? What up? How's everybody tonight? Oh, I'm saying I introduced you. Welcome you back for season three. My fault. I'm doing good, man. How about you? Well, you know, I mean, I missed so many episodes. New listeners might need to be introduced. Right. Uh, true, 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 true. What's going on with you, man? How, how, you know, how, how's your week been? It's been good. Uh, got home from, from Mobile on Friday. Okay. So, it's been so, relaxing. Relaxing, Kind of wind down. <laughs> and the homie, my man's, uh, my man's uh, fourth grade. Hollow Point, what up, bro? What up, what up, what up, what up? Season three, man, we here. Yeah, you had a little Peter Brady moment of just... <laughs> I, I was about to say, do you some puberty or what? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be not. I was trying to be nice. Voice cracked a little bit, bro. Voice cracked a little bit. I, I like just fire, finished man. puberty the other day, man. Y'all leave it's, me alone. Okay, I just had fight. COVID testing in my throat. Y'all, you see, you don't, you don't know my trouble right now. <laughs> COVID in your throat, huh? Yeah, I had tested. I had tested. So I was just he had to get he had, he had to get tested. Right? So no, seriously, they they checked. They swabbed your throat. Yes. They, really? They, see, when I had mine, I'm pretty sure that part of that Q-tip's still in my brain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna have It was like a. It felt like it was a pipe cleaner. Just oh really? The wrong way. Yeah. So I feel like mm-hmm. I got. I feel like I got a fur ball in my throat. But you're good though, right? No COVID. Yeah, no COVID. Good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. We're man. All good. Well, like I said, we uh, welcome you guys to season three of the Truth Be Told Sports Podcast. Um, uh, we've been doing this for a little bit over a year. It's been fun. It's been great. Uh, so I get to do this with my good friends, or you know, these two knuckleheads. I myself am just coming back from Mobile. Um, Tuesday, I got back. Fun. Had a lot of fun down there. Uh, brought some people down there with me who've never been to the South. Um, I promise two things: you're gonna eat good, and you're gonna drink, uh, and you're gonna drink good. And I, I think I fulfilled my promise. Like everybody wants to go back, so uh, we'll see. We'll see when we go back down there. Uh, if I missed you, sorry. Go up. <laughs> you don't sound like you're sorry. Too sorry. I'm, I kind of am, but I'm kind of not. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like it was, it, it was one of those. It wasn't like a for pleasure trip too much. Like, but when uh, Pearl and I decided we were gonna go, there was I, I definitely wanted to go back and see some uh, uh, my old job. You know, so I wanted to see those people from my old job because they were such good people, and I love I, I, I miss working there. Uh, so I had to go check those people out. Um, of course, I saw my dad and I saw my sister. Um, and, and and like I said, we ate. We ate good. Oh, ate shout so out good. to Rashad. That's what's up. Yes, what's up, Rashad? Thank you for listening to. She listens. Yeah. Shock me. Shock me. What? Shock me. She told me. Oh, she no. told me what. Now she Probably told me what you. Yeah. She. Oh, she knows who you are. Oh. Um. Yeah. She. Um. She told me what your mom 
Yeah, your mom's biggest beef with me. I cuss too much, so I'm going to try not to cuss so much on season three and try to remain as professional as I possibly can. Uh, did you guys see the um, the Hall of Fame ballot? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What'd you think of it? I mean, yeah. I mean, that, I don't. I don't see one on the list that I I would disagree with. Right. Yeah. But I, you only get to pick five, so. Yeah. Okay, you're going to get to pick five. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to pick our our personal Hall of Fame ballot from the people. Hey, Mike, uh, you got the list pulled up? I do. Okay, uh, give, uh, list off the names real quick for me, and then we're going to pick our five who, who we'll put in. All right, you our got personal. Bobby Abreu, Barry Bonds, Mark Burley, A.J. Burnett, Roger Clemens, Michael Kadire, Dan Heron, Latroy Hawkins, Todd Hilton, Tim Hudson, Tory Hunter, Andrew Jones, Jeff Kent, Andy Pettit, Aramis Ramirez, Manny Ramirez, Scott Rowland, Kurt Schilling, Gary Sheffield, Sammy Sosa, Nick Swisher, Shane Victorino, Omar Vizquel, Billy Wagner, and Barry Zito. Barry Zito. Okay, all right, cool. Um, Nick Swisher, really? I, I just saw that name. Okay. <laughs> I dare you say I, something hey, about the man that wore the pinstripes. <clears throat> I mean, oh, please. I, I mean, come on. We man. talking about Hall of Fame here. What are you talking? Yeah, about? we talking Hall of Fame. Like oh, I, I like, I, I like Nick Swisher when he was. With, with, uh, obviously, liked him when he was a Yankee. But well, these people are just eligible. I mean, yeah, that's they're, why they're they're on the ballot. The L- yeah. Okay. Sure. Who? Give me, give me your. Uh, who would you put in? Five. Give me five. Who you put in? Me or Hollow Point? You want to start with you? We can start with you. I'll start with me. Um, my five are Tory Hunter, top of the list. He, he's got to go. Um, Andy Pettit, obvious reasons. Other obvious. than the fact he's yeah. a good pitcher. Obvious. I like Tim Hudson mm-hmm. also. He was consistent. He played on some really bad Oakland teams and some mediocre Atlanta teams. <laughs> but he stayed consistent. He was good. Right. He handled himself. Um, I like Andrew Jones. Um, his career got a little little lackluster at the end, mm-hmm. but the start of his career was great. Was yeah. great. I, I mean, he has Golden Gloves. I think he has a Silver Slugger also, if I'm not mistaken, more than one. Um, mm-hmm. And I like Todd Hilton. I think he was a very underrated player, mainly because he spent a lot of time in Colorado. Colorado, right? But mm-hmm. Hilton, that's my five. Um, Your five? Yeah. Uh, you want to go Hollow Point? Or you want me to go? Uh, I can go, sir. Um, Barry Bonds has to come on. Has to be in the hall. Mm-hmm. Barry Bonds be in the hall. Um, oh. I would say him. Give me Tory Hunter. Um, give me Manny. Okay. Manny's one of the most prolific hitters of all time. Say what you want about okay. his attitude, his his laissez-faire, Manny being Manny. But look at the numbers, and nobody was as much of a clutch hitter. Or mm-hmm. a, 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 you know, just a gap hitter, pure hitter than him. Like he's right. like Tony Gwynn. It's like Tony Gwynn, mm-hmm. you know, Ted Williams, Manny Ramirez. Okay. You know, so I got to get him in there. Um, I like um, Gary Sheffield. That's mm-hmm. more like, I, I, I like him because he's like one of my favorite players. Right. Um, and he was a beast when he hit the ball. He's the first guy that I I remember that hit the ball on a line drive 
out the park. Like he, his hand speed. It's crazy. Right? I tried my best to replicate that, and you can't. I don't know anybody who can. He wet the way he had the his stance, and the way he had the bat flailing and flailing. Like he's never gonna hit the ball. And then he, when he gets his hands through the zone, it's like God, dog. Yeah, yeah that's that? probably that's probably the fastest bat movement I've ever seen in batter's box. And no one, there. yeah, yeah, I've never seen. I mean, I've seen him get blown by, but at the end of the day. He's, he his line drives are pure, man, and you don't you don't get in the way of them when they come through the hole. You just out of your game, you know. So I like uh, Gary Sheffield, and then uh, finally I like uh, give me give me Omar Vizquel. Uh, Omar Vizquel is a great pick. I like that's him. an awesome He's, pick. Uh, one of the best shortstops of all time. Yeah. Man. Oh and yeah, like, great. his hands like just like just like um, Gary Sheffield's fast hands right. on on at the plate. His hands on defense. He probably was the best defensive defensive shortstop that I had seen as a kid, not named Ozzie Smith. Like Ozzie Smith. Right. But I, I, actually, I, I, like I like that because I actually like both of those. I was torn with some of mine. I just mm-hmm. I tried to go with some people that were a little more underrated. Mm-hmm. I Sheffield I really like. And I like the fact that you talk about his his bat and hand speed when he when he was drafted to be a shortstop. Yep. But he moved. Yeah. Right. I, the thing uh, about Sheffield I could relate to was his. He just had. I mean, well, first he was a black dude playing baseball, so I I automatically related to that. Um, right. And then he was he he had this like swag about him. Like I don't care what yeah, you have to say about yeah. me. I know how good I am. Mm-hmm. And you can talk your noise, but don't throw that ball down the middle because I'm a loser. Right. You know, <laughs> I, love, I love that part. Like, say what you want, but eventually you got to pitch the ball. So. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, my top five would be, or uh, I guess not really top five, but my five, uh, my my pick. Uh, I'm gonna take it back off you and go with uh, Barry Bonds. Uh, probably the greatest, probably one of the best hitters of, of our lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Um, power. I mean, you can say like the, the whole steroid allegation, but like you can't. That guy had a great eye. At bat, you know, what I'm saying there's a reason why he 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 got walked so many times because he saw the pitch. Um, Not disagreeing with that. Better than anybody. But you're tainting the Hall of Fame when you put them in there. I don't, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. You can't. It's dude. It's whatever. Like it's probably some people in the Hall of Fame right now that that, that played uh, uh, played under those conditions too. Like use use PP, uh, PEDs. That we don't know about. It was just you know a mean? So, name. It was just a different name back then. Just a different name back at the time. Uh, you give me, you uh, give me Barry Bonds, Pittsburgh. Beginning. But even that, okay, like take, even, take even, his even, Giants I, out. I can't. I can't. Yeah, he was still, even still great. He's a Hall of Famer without. He's it. a Hall of Famer with Pittsburgh. I, and I agree with that. But I can't overlook the steroids. That's why I didn't put uh, anybody man, else on there with them. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I don't. I don't. I disregard the steroids. Like when once they let, once they let Bagwell in. Yeah, you gotta let Barry Bonds. You can't let Bagwell in and then let Bonds in. Right. Uh, Tory Hunter, uh, defensively, probably one of the best. Uh, one of the best defensively, uh, defensive uh, outfitters I've ever seen in my life. Uh, he's robbed so many people of home runs. Even in a home, uh, he took one for Barry Bonds in an All Star game. Yeah, I remember that one. You know what I mean? Uh, so you got to you got to put Tory Hunter in there. Uh, we all agree with Gary Sheffield. Uh, but for the obvious reasons, uh, one he was a Yankee, and number two, like he was just such a great hitter. And we talked about the uh, 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 
the bat wiggle. Um, no one said the flying Hawaiian Shane Victorino. <laughs> that dude was so clutch, bro. And I, I and you know what I love the most about him? Like, it was, outside of, like, skill, he rocked the minor league bat at home. With the double flaps. The, two, the double, the double. <laughs> the, the, the double flaps, bro. That was so dope. You know what I'm saying? When, when, when everybody was like, no, we're going to go one flap. You know, he's like, nah, nah. Take it to my root. You know what? Another uh, thing that flap. people may not know about, about, about Victorino, too, is, like, in Hawaii. Because, you know, I think he's from Hawaii. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. And, uh, but he's, like, well-known on the softball circuit, too. And he a really? beast in the softball circuit. Oh, I, I'd imagine. Yeah, I, I'm not even about to argue that. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a surprise, but I'm just—he's what you think he should be. Yeah, he is. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like a legend. He's like. And a then, uh, <laughs> to round it out, it would be uh, Andrew Jones. Uh, like for the for the reasons Mike said, like his the beginning of his career, um, in my in my eyes, was pretty amazing, and it reminded me a lot of like King Griffey Jr. Uh, for his love to play the game, his skill set, and everything. I don't know. Maybe it was injuries that kind of like hindered his career towards the end. Yeah, that's what but I think. It was injuries. It was injuries. I, I think yeah. his, his high fly, high profile, just I will lay out for everything. I think right. he caught up to him. Yeah, yeah. and I think, I, I think, I yeah. Loved that. Well, I think it was a lot of things. It was more more than just the injuries. I think he, he, um, he kind of mentally kind of checked out a couple seasons too. Like once you right. play for the Braves and you're used to that sort of, you know, consistency. Yeah, right. he was on that, he was the winning teams. Right. Yeah, he was on the winning the, teams. You go to a team that's not winning, then you sort of, you know, your your play kind of dwindles. So I think he was going through some mental struggles too. Um, right. I mean, he's on the ballot. It's not like, I think, I think people need to, you, it can't be, just because I picked five, these five don't mean I'm dissing these. You know what I mean? Right. Both of these guys were great yeah. in their own right. Like, nah, oh, they, they, but, they but absolutely. one on this list I'm dissing. Yeah, not not at all. Like, even Kurt Schilling. No, no, there's one. Clemens. And he played for the Yankees. Roger Clemens. No. Oh. AJ Burnett. Duke Dick. Yeah, yeah. I looked at that. I was I like, man, AJ Burnett's on his ballot. Like, yeah, I try to. I'm but, trying to realize. But I'm trying. I'm trying to go back to his Pittsburgh days and try to, you know, what I'm saying to see, nope. see what him it was and, about him. Because like when he, him as a Yankee, like eh. him and Nick Swisher, right. same boat. Yo, Nick Swisher, same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Swisher had some good years in Cleveland before he came to New York, and he had some good years in New York. He has good. He has. He has really. He has a good. He had a good year in Oakland too. So like, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not sure. AJ had a decent ERA the whole time he was in New York. No, no, he, he didn't. No, but he, in Florida, he did though. That's the, he won the World yeah. Series, right? What? Uh, then he he won one in New York too. Yeah, he's won two. Oh nine. Oh nine. But uh, yeah. So that's our list. Yeah. That's our top five list. Uh, I guess our not not our top five. Our personal first two thousand one uh, Hall of Fame inductee. So yep. that's our personal for for, for us. Congratulations. Yeah, this this ballot is on the Truth Be Told Sports podcast page on Facebook. Yeah. Check it out. Give us your Check thoughts. Yeah, give us your thoughts. Obviously. We're going to asterisk Melvin and, and hollow points for all the steroid usage. Oh my god, here you go. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> Jose Canseco said they all use <clears throat> and you can trust him. Yeah, right. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I, 
as, as the great Rick Ross said, Jose Canseco is only stitchy because he finished. I, I, you know, so you, you can't, I don't want to take anything from what Jose Canseco uh, uh, said. Like, he did bring a lot of light to it, but at the same time, you can't take it. Um, steroid use, it, it's been going on prior to. He only brought it to light because he wanted to stay relevant. Exactly. Absolutely. And he, exactly. And that's the only reason. So, whatever. Uh, to everybody else. Uh, but we, uh, we have a pretty decent show lined up for you guys for this uh, season three uh, premiere. Uh, we're going to talk a little some NBA, some heavy NBA news I dropped down today uh, over the past couple of days. Uh, and we're going to talk about those. And plus, we're going we're to we're review uh, the past week of the NFL. So sit back, relax. You listen to Truth Coast Sports Podcast. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Uh, you are listening to the Truth and Toast Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm here, I am King Hooley. I'm here with Hollow Point and White Mike. And uh, we're going to get into the show. Um, this came down the pipeline that uh, James Harden officially wants out of Houston. And he, he wants to go to Brooklyn. What are your thoughts? Um, no. I'll, I'll give you my thoughts. Um, I don't really care about the whole joining forces and all that stuff. That don't really bother me as much. Um, what bothers me with him in particular is his inability to be able to take anyone to the next level, much less mm-hmm. a super. He, he's not a he's not a good complimentary player anymore and he's not really a good star so he's like somewhere in the middle um i think i think um like on the rock the roster will look good for sure like you'd be like oh they got harden and they got Kyrie and they got kd oh it's a wrap Mm -hmm. but in terms of cohesion and team unity and all that stuff Kyrie's a bad seed already you don't need james harden to put more bad into the bad that's already bad you know, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, like I guess they, I they guess. just they just they go. It's gonna be so much fight in fighting when things go bad that mm. it's just it's just gonna be toxic. I think my just my personal opinion. Um, Wait, Mike, what you think? I'm sorry, guys. No, you good? You, you, yeah, yeah, more to add. No, you I'm good? sorry. James Harden is not gonna fit in with them. It's not gonna work. They're not gonna play team basketball. Like Hollow Point said, they're gonna look. Amazing. They would look like an absolute nasty terror team on paper. Yeah. But who's going to hold the Brock? I mean, Kyrie's your, supposed to be your handler. Mm-hmm. He's not wanting to give it up as it is. Mm-hmm. Harden's going to want to push the ball down the court. He's not giving it up. Durant. Kyrie has he wants played all whole games where he hasn't had a single assist. Just all, just want to put that out there. Well, yeah, as a, I mean, as a point guard, as a point guard, as your yeah, as your facilitator, but yeah. he doesn't want to, you know. Now take for granted some things that we could look at, but man, that's an assist, but it's not counted as an assist because of scoring and all that. But right, your point guard should not have zero. <laughs> your number two shooter should not be wanting the ball and scoring sixty points a game. Right. When you have a big man in DeAndre Jordan down low, 
who can every, play. Yeah, yeah. You have Kevin Durant. The three of them should average 25, 30 points apiece and go from there. We saw it mm-hmm. work for a little while in Golden State, but KD didn't stick around too long when he wasn't the primary focus. Well, I think KD tried to um, – I think he bought into the system because he knew it was successful. Right. That's what got him them championship. And then what happened that last year is he tried to ingest what he does comfortably – into their system and it didn't work. Like he tried to get the ball at the high at the elbow and like ISO the dude who's on him and score. And that works, you know, a lot of the times. But like your your rest of your team is stagnant. They're waiting on you to make a move. And that's not how Steve Kerr ran his offense. His was like more of a motion, everybody keeps moving, move the defense type of thing and open man gets the shot. Right. Next question I have for that team is who's playing defense? Well that's that's the old other topic. I think uh Jordan's a rim protector, but Jordan's old, man. And he's, he's, he's Kyrie's a there. decent defender, but he's he's, he's he's getting broke down. He's not. Look, again, he's the was, not. You know, honestly, if if, if uh, this James Harden trade goes through, there's no guarantee that uh, uh, DeAndre Jordan's going to be there. Yes, sir. he could be. He could. He could. He could be. I mean, he could just very well be lumped up in that package and sends him to Houston. Nah. Ladies. From Houston, like uh, you know, I'm he's just... a made man. He's one of the. He's one of the. You think uh, he stays in Brooklyn? He's in the. Yeah, he's in the click. Yeah, okay. he, he's in the click. Every time Kyrie the, talks, the he Nets are also start listing players. He mentions him. They're As also looking trade... at adding Ibaka to the Nets. Okay, with 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 uh, okay, let's say they add uh, Serge Ibaka and they add um, James Harden. So that's your start. Okay. That's starting five. So you have Serge Ibaka. Starting five, though. That is really on, on paper looks really on good. Paper. How how is that going to translate to uh, uh, success in the East uh, for them? Does it automatically make them like the favorites to win it? That makes them that makes them top two in the East. Top two behind Milwaukee. Yeah. If they keep Giannis. If they keep Giannis, makes okay. them top two behind the behind Milwaukee. I don't. I don't think it makes them two. I think it makes them one. Um, Milwaukee top, won't have top two. Milwaukee, I mean, like either way. It, like, it, 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 I just don't yeah. think Milwaukee would have enough weapons to guard the weapons. I mean, you've got Gaunt, Giannis and uh, what's Chris Wood, Middleton, whatever. Uh, Chris, yeah, Chris Middleton. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's two Ble- guys. Bledsoe's there too, though. Don't forget about him. Bledsoe's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Remember, you don't need stars, 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 stars to match up. You just need ball players, and you need to be a team. Like this, Miami proved that this past year. Like you don't need a roster full of superstars to win. You need some a cohesive team to play ball. That's all you need. And I think Milwaukee has that, and Miami has that too. Uh, And depending on what they look like is coming coming up, they they they're gonna those three teams in the East. Are going to be tough, but there's nobody else in the East that needs tough. Yeah, Hayward, who Hayward in Boston is looking, he's unsure what he wants to do. Which I think that hurts Boston to a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's been out the last couple of years because of terrible injuries. Okay. Yeah. But I think a little bit of his leadership and the the veteran play helps that young team that is just wide open. <laughs> Hayward yeah, needs to stay on the court, man. He, yeah, he's he's so injury pro. Like after he is, that, he that one ankle injury, he a pop tart man. Yeah, every time he make a make a wrong move, he hurt. 
He out for the year. <laughs> He's done, <laughs> done for three weeks. Like, wow, what'd you do? Oh, what'd you do? Just I looked for at the rebound. Wrong. I broke my finger. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> Who does that? Like, come on. <laughs> I went up for a rebound and I bruised my tailbone. Like, how? Right. <laughs> right. How? I but I, would, I think they'd be the top. I mean, I, I put right now, Celtics are four. If that, if that's oh yeah, I, I think I think Brooklyn would be right. I think paper wise would, would be definitely top. be uh, would definitely be number one. Yeah, absolutely. I would go Brooklyn. If, uh, you know what? And I would I, say Miami. Uh, if Miami acquires Giannis, it would be number two. If not, Milwaukee would be number two. With Miami being number three. If Milwaukee, if Miami acquires Giannis, I put them at one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to play. They play team one. ball down there. They do. They do. But they like you, you, you're entering Giannis. Uh, you, you're injecting Giannis. Who I don't. I, and I like the kid. I don't think he has like uh, too big of an ego. But like you moving from Milwaukee to a let's say a slightly bigger market in Miami. Michael. Yeah, but I think he. I think he's good enough to buy in the team team play and not having to be the star. I, I here's it. So the thing the thing about it is you got to understand and, and you got to watch and understand what makes Giannis great when he's playing. Like what, what the thing that made him great or makes him great is his ability to push the ball down the court, um, push the pace and like get all the way to the rim and, and score without, you know, just almost unconsciously. Um, the thing about Miami Miami's not a real big they're more of a perimeter you know move the ball around perimeter shooter mm-hmm. they're, they're outside in they're not necessarily in, you know inside I mean? out that's what I mean they're, they're inside out as opposed to outside in so it's just like um, where I where think Giannis I think makes them where, where Giannis makes them better if he goes to Miami is defensively he makes them a beast defensively I think I think his I think Miami's more of like an uh an Outside NT. That's what I meant. They look, they, they, yeah, they, they look they look to shoot outside, but they like look Giannis, for, they look for if they, spacing. If they yeah, if they they add Giannis and he's able to penetrate the way he does, like in uh when he's in Milwaukee and run down the court and in what seven strides and, and yeah. dunk the ball. Right. If he could do that and he kick out to let's say Duncan Robinson or Duncan. Tyler Harrow, yeah. you know what I mean? People are gonna collapse on him. And uh and and, and then you have those guys open focus shots and you still have Jimmy Butler right there. Yeah, but I think that yeah. Just on paper, like with experience, this is on the only re- the onlyest reason I put Brooklyn on top of Miami, which would be, you know, what I'm saying uh, uh, sounds crazy, but it's just the experience that the, um, the the Nets will have over them because Miami's still a young team. You know what I mean? So that's the onlyest reason. I agree. My opinion. I agree. I think that alone, like I said, if we're playing, you know, and they're gonna play a shortened season again. This, I mean, they're gonna go December, and they're gonna try to get through. To June before mm-hmm. the Olympics start, so I don't know what they, if that means June or July. You think what, right. what did they say? Seventy-two games. Seventy-two games. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy-two so, games. So I, I, if, if here's what I'll say, if that does happen with hard growth to the net, which is looking more every day closer, like it's gonna happen. Um right. And Kyrie and and KD both play at least sixty games, which is touch and go. You don't know. Uh, mm. I think they I think they're number one, but I just don't see it. They're always hurt. Like think the, the only thing I respect about Harden is he shows up every game. He he's there. He's in the even line. If he, on even one if side he, of the court. 
Even if he smells there. like a strip club. Even if he smells like a strip club, he's still right. Hey, speaking speaking of speaking of shrimp club, we wore lemon pepper. They're talking about sending him to Dallas uh, for a few for a first round pick. I don't think Lou Will is worth a first round pick. I really don't think he is. I mean, he's six man of the year, so his accolade says he is worth it. So, but but no, he is not. I mean, if we if you look at his career now. I think he, I don't know if he's worth a first round pick. But um, your boy, uh, Chris Paul, seems to be worth a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I was just about to hit on that. Uh, Chris Paul, uh, I guess, officially made today. Uh, we record on Mondays for Contact. Um, but officially today, he is now a member of the Phoenix Suns. Uh, what's, what's that? What's that going to look like? You know, so that a young team uh, was uh, led by a very young Devin Booker. And you add Chris Paul, who has all like mad veteran leadership to that team, makes him scary. Yeah, you think? But but Chris Paul's getting old. Well, Chris Paul's getting old, but like you can still, you know, uh, leadership. You know, what I'm saying on, on, on court leadership, but possibly even off court leadership can uh, guide that young team <laughs> in the right direction. You think they make the playoffs with Chris Paul added to this? Uh, yes. They, weren't they close? They were close they, to the past they season, were right? Ninth, or they were like they were tenth or eleventh, whatever. But yeah, right. they were he makes pretty close. About ten games better, right? Which puts them in the ten games better, like puts them into the playoffs, right? Yeah, I think you. I think like you was at the floor. There'd be like a six or seven seed, right? Um, you know, but yeah, he makes them good. I think he's. I it, part of me is starting to believe that's his calling. That's Chris Paul's like calling. It's not necessarily to win a championship, but it's like to to groom the next crop of basketball talent that's coming up. Like he did it in OKC. He actually did some of it in Houston. He was doing it when he was with New Orleans. And, right. and now here we are. He went to sink on to the Suns and he got this whole bunch of it was the same thing as last year. It was like, who the hell is this roster? Like you don't you know who Booker is, but it's like the guy what's the tall guy there? A Guyton? I hate AJ um whoever whatever his name is. But the big center is like they're like, oh, he's gonna mentor him and show him Stephen how Adam? to work. Huh? Stephen Adam? No, 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 no. Not him. For, for, for no, the Florida. guy out of uh, Arizona that said yeah. uh, Phoenix. Yeah, the guy, the guy with the Suns. Oh, Aiden. Who? Aiden, uh, the big guy, uh, uh, the yeah. center for uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking. Okay. I know you're talking about. So it's like I, he's gonna mentor them into becoming a one-two punch. I'm guessing. This is what I'm thinking. Which isn't a bad thing. Which isn't a bad thing. So not I think a bad they're, thing at all. they're they're a six seven seed, you know, make to the playoffs, you know, give yeah. their crowd, give the city some hope type of thing, you know. Right, right. So kudos to him for that. You, you, he'll help to make Phoenix an attractive <laughs> destination for free agents. That's what I'm saying. Like that's the, you know, once you see they up and coming, you know, more people are gonna come. I don't care how up and coming you think Utah is, ain't nobody coming to Utah. Oh, who wants to live in Utah? I'm no sorry, one. Utah. No, but no, one. I want to live in. Like, no, I mean, minute, you know, the minute uh, uh, that old boy decides he don't want to be in Utah no more, they're gonna uh, leave. Donovan yeah. Mitchell. Yeah, the minute he decides he wants to leave, they're done. I'm willing to bet he ends up in Phoenix in the next couple of years, teaming up with Booker. Nah, he'll go. That'd be east. weird. He'll go east before he. He'll does. go east. Here goes. I see. I see him like uh, Indiana or possibly even like Boston or 
one of those teams like that. He'd be yeah. good in Atlanta. Pair with a uh, 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 with a uh, Trey Young. I, Atlanta would be a, a good spot. Atlanta would be like a very viable. Uh, 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 I, wish they, I wish they would do something where they would be good. Like I would, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like it'd be if Atlanta was good. Like how how good would it be for the NBA if Atlanta was good? Like it's just I don't know. It's like no, they no, never no. can find but a just good, just, just good mix. No. <laughs> just, just think of the wings, though. <laughs> we get them lemon pepper. Get the lemon pepper wings, baby. Um, speaking of a team getting better, uh, uh, Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers. Yeah. What's that? I mean, I'm actually resident resident Lakers fan. What's that? What's that mean to you? What do you think? I think it's a Dennis great. Schroeder? I think it's a great trade for the Lakers. Um, in a sense, to where you get a younger version of Rondo with a better jump shot. Dude, I said that exact same thing to my homie uh, today. We talked about that. Yeah, I mean, he's a dog. He's a the dog. Exact same thing. He's a dog. He can push the ball. He can play solid defense, and he can shoot. So I like Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, I haven't, I've never I understood like why Atlanta let him walk or got rid of him. Uh, Atlanta money, yeah, and, and the potential that guy he's gonna take. He, he, he's gonna he's gonna be able to eventually. He's gonna be able to command like some big money. Right yeah, now, but, like, yeah, he's, and I he's think a, this he's a really good good telling for him because he's gonna get a lot of opportunity. Because once, yeah, once they figure out how good he is at facilitating the ball and within their mm-hmm. offense, he's gonna mm-hmm. shine because, like, now you're gonna have um, it's kind of like Rondo's role was, you know, he's right on himself. You know, Le- LeBron's going off either off the ball or when LeBron's on the bench, he's able to, to, to not only get other people's shots, but he can get his own shot too. Yeah, so he's you know. He's good. Great, I think he's a great pickup. He's a real good player. Um, I think uh, he's a pain in my ass on two K. Tra- oh, big time! <laughs> he traded. Big time. Uh, I hate. I hate Gardner. And also, they traded Danny, on 2K. They, they they traded Danny Brick Brickham's green. So it's a win for me. But, okay. It, okay. Uh, uh, we talked a little bit about the free show, but if Danny Green hit that shot in Game Five, uh, the NBA Finals, he's still a Laker. He's still a Laker. Yes. He's a he's a <laughs> he's a lauded. Uh, we love Danny Green in LA, Laker. Right. He missed yeah. that shot. They like, man, get this dude. Get rid of. So, and he's going to uh, he's going to OKC. So you think that's a good fit for him? Um, he said he won't know, play there. I, I believe he may he may try to buy his way out of there. I think the thing I saw said he won't play in OKC. Right. He really? won't try to buy his way out of there. And they go said the same him. thing about Chris Paul too. Yeah, but he's not Chris Paul. Yeah, he's definitely. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna buy his way out of there. He should play there because I mean he needs some, he needs some reps. But um, I think two, he thinks he's got he, two two world championship rings. Three, three, three. He's on, Spurs, he's on three championship Toronto. teams. Yeah, Spurs, yeah. uh, Toronto, and then uh, the uh, Lakers. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize he was on Toronto's. Yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah, the year last year. Yeah, he won last year. Matter of fact, him and Kawhi back. both got traded for uh, DeRozan. Dude. Um, I think uh, DeRozan was trying to come, come to the Lakers too, but that Dennis Schroeder trade like made it back up, and I think he's gonna sit, spend like the last year with, uh, on on that contract with uh, San Antonio. Um, Do does, the Clippers entice anyone? No, not really. Not really. There's so. no one. Nah, I mean, let's say pick up somebody like in a, uh, late in the draft. Clippers are gonna be the same mediocre as team they've they've, they've been. 
I, and I hate I to say Chris Paul is there. I don't think they're going to be mediocre. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be good enough to be terrible. I just don't. I don't know. I, I guess that's I, the definition of mediocre. Huh? Yeah, it's pretty much it. I don't <laughs> think. I, I think like they're a good team. Like on, like we talked about on paper, they're a really good team. Uh, but I don't know what it is about the Clippers that they just can't get their shit together. They can't. Uh, they just it, can't it get out of their own way, Personnel man. at one point. It, it, it was coaching at one point. It was personal at one point. Like right now, they're. I, I feel like they're stuck. They're super stuck in limbo. They picked up um, PG, whatever. Uh, what, what we call him, Pandemic P, and then they picked up a, a Kawhi last year. Yeah. And it just, you know, like I said, on paper, it looked like the Clippers. And even at the start of the season, when they were giving the Lakers fits, it just playoff time hit, and you get the get the same old Clippers. If if for some reason you don't watch basketball, but you're an LA sports fan, the Lakers are the Dodgers, the Clippers are the Angels. <laughs> that's I mean, accurate as a that's re- accurate. That's really very accurate. accurate. Yep. That's probably the smartest thing you said on the show. I'm not gonna lie, I agree with that. That's, that's <laughs> Try not to let my brain come at it all the time. Broken clock, man. Sometimes it's Broken right. Clock. Yeah, right twice, twice a day. day. Twice a day is right. Um, I, I, I got to get to this point. And I, so I've been hiding all this excitement on the show. Uh, now, man. My New York Giants. Two games in a row. And it's sad, right? It's, sad, it's super sad that I'm super excited about like a, a two-game winning streak. Not sad, man. Hey, rip your, rip your team. Oh, yeah. Let's go, Giants, baby. Two-game winning streak. Winning yeah. streak. Listen, there's still a chance the Giants can win the uh, NFC East. I don't want to get my hopes up because, like, I know we still trash. Um, but it's possible. Right and the only the only dumpster fire that's going to be any bigger in the NFC East is if Harden goes to the Nets. <laughs> what? What do you mean by that? Uh, Our division is a dumpster fire. We try to have the best looking dumpster. That's how we're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I got what he was saying. Yeah. I, think, see, I think I think you should take one game at a time, man. Don't yeah, that's, all, that's, that's all I'm trying to do. Yeah. One game at a time. Just enjoy it, man. I think for the first time, Danny had a good game where he didn't turn the ball over all the damn time. And, and he stayed on his fucking feet. On his feet. He finished the run. Finished the run. You, you know what? I'm gonna congratulate you on just having a starting quarterback to start the season with. You got the best quarterback Dude. in the division right now. Oh, right now. <laughs> like, okay, we have uh, the Bengals, Seattle, Cardinals. Okay, that's like two losses right there back to back to Cardinals. And uh, then we play the Browns, then uh, the Ravens, and then the Cowboys. We have. I, I, I'm seeing two more wins in this. That's it. I see Where? two more wins. Then with the Bengals and the Cowboys. I'm not even arguing the last one. Don't, yeah, don't argue the last one. And the Bengals, too. Bengals, Bengals are trash, bro. Joe Burrow's going to put it on. Nah. Yeah, you're probably right. Nah. Bengals defense nah. is garbage. So. Yeah, Bengals defense is terrible. They're, they're terrible kids. garbage and their offensive line is even worse. <laughs> hey, how's that even happen? I have no clue. But how can you get worse than like that? Some of the, that, that, that sucks. You, 
But I'm super excited. Like, there's a chance that I'm not holding on to. I'm not gonna hold my breath on it. But it's a super chance that we uh, that we win the division. And if we do, that means we in the playoffs, which means we get kicked out in the first round or wild call round. And I'm cool with that. But it's still a playoff team. You know what? Young does does really good going eight and eight into the playoffs. Does does your New York Giants success come with your New York accent that you're trying to bring on here? Because that was that was god awful. I don't know. Oh, wow. It kind of seeped out of me. I don't know if you even heard it. A little bit. Nah. I did. I wasn't letting it. I just wasn't letting it. I just, I don't know. I was letting his fandom come out. It did. He had something to be excited about. Really? Hey, congratulations. I appreciate I'm glad you guys got two in a row. But bring it back a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) He's looking at me. We got four in a row. My team's got four. Mr. Giants. It's nice. I'm just saying, it, 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 hey, it's possible. It's possible. You, I can, you looking at schedule of I'm future looking, opponents. I'm looking at the light on the other end of the tunnel right now. You feel no, me? You and I know stopped. I have to take it one game at a time. Got to take Celebrate one game your at a time. One win or two wins yeah. in a row, and just just keep moving to the next. One. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's stay, all. That's stay all in the do. moment. Stay in the moment. <laughs> stay in the moment. I would just be excited with one win right now. Right. I'm, look, I told you, I told you this two weeks ago. I don't see another win coming to Dallas, and that may not even be because they are bad, but it may be by design because they feel like they don't want to win it. They, what's right. the use? They're not going to make the playoffs. Man, if we can pull out that last week of the season, we get the Giants. Yeah, that's right. a, that'd make me happy. You want to make a trash pet? Ooh, trash pets! I like these. You want to make a trash pet? No. You don't want to make a trash bag. <laughs> my whole team is trash. I'm not My team else. is trash, too. Also true. Do you want to make a trash bag, yes or no? You have your starting quarterback. <laughs> we have some guy. I don't even know who he is. True story. True. He's like somebody's, like, uh, nephew. Yeah. I don't know. Like, he's like a parking attendant's nephew. And, you know? Dude, I'm telling you, it's a, a dude, won, dude won three games of bingo in a row. And he got to come in and be. <laughs> you get it. You get him off of credit for winning three. That was like yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's why they signed him because he's a proven winner. <laughs> Dallas, Dallas, uh, Dallas Public Access Radio is like. <laughs> Are you a Dallas Cowboys fan? If so, do you have a jersey? Do you have a sewing kit? Can you show your name on the back of that jersey? If so, could report to practice. <laughs> they like the radio call saying if you if you're the fifteenth caller, you get to come in. <laughs> so what if you live in Dallas and we do have listeners in Dallas, if you live in Dallas, if you can confirm that uh whoever these quarterbacks are the Cowboys quarterbacks, if if they are radio call in winners, please contact contact me, hit me up on Twitter, hit Hollow Point up on Twitter, hit us up on Instagram or Absolutely. Facebook, whatever. We Definitely. need to make sure this is what's going on because, man, I've never, ever heard of these guys ever before. And I, I said, like, like I said last time, man, it's got to be terrible, right? So, like, you're you're the third-string quarterback. You're the emergency quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't practice, you ain't getting no reps. Zero reps. Right? And you're terrible. Yo, my- you're good enough to make the team, but you're, you're so terrible that you're the only quarterback on the roster for two, three weeks straight, and you still lost your job. <laughs> they, didn't even have, they didn't even have nobody else. It was like, oh, I guess the punter can throw it a couple times. Let's give it a <laughs> <No, that>. bet. <laughs> so. Bet money. 
I guarantee. Was that what was the was it the bitchy the the bitchy uh 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 the bitchy code? I guarantee he was. Well, I'm sitting on the end of the bench, eating some hot Cheetos. <laughs> when when they called him, it was like, hey, you got to come out here and play. Today, like, wait, right now, right now, right now. Oh. Like right now, right now. Like, get your helmet to go in. Like, what's a helmet? A this helmet, this one. Hey man, Andy Dalton is back in practice and looking good, according to McCarthy. I'm out. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> I'm gonna grab my stuff right now. Anything look? I'm out. Looking good, according to McCarthy. Any, any, anything according to McCarthy? I'm out. I'm just gonna doubt it. You know something? Immediately gonna doubt it. Immediately gonna doubt it. Um, down in Miami. Um. Uh, Tua. Yeah. He's a Bama boy. What's your thoughts on Tua right now? Let's start with White Mike. Uh, down in Miami. Man, I'm happy for him. I, I was huge on not playing him this season if I was Miami. Um, mm-hmm. I was a big component of that. Just let let Fitz get you through the year. Um, make sure Tua is 100%. He's showing out. Uh, I think he's showing why he was so <clears throat> highly regarded. But I also think he is uh, – <clears throat> we talked about this before the show, and like Hollow Point said, Miami's playing a little safe with him. But he's showing that he's got some mobility back. He's showing he's got the arm. He's showing he's got the thought process. He's got the accuracy. And he made a hell of a scramble, um, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. Where he was – you know, and he didn't slide either. He he leaned forward. That was dumb. Yeah, completely. But I mean, it's showing you a little little something there. It shows kudos to their to their uh, to their coaches um, because they're devising the plan to put him in the best position to be successful. I think they're they're focusing on what he does well. They they draw plays to to his strengths. And that's a good, good coaching is, especially when you got a rookie quarterback, and and he's a proven winner. So you like he's not gonna, um, you know, he's not gonna force anything early because he wants to show them that hey, I can do this. So I, think, oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's another part of it too. He's a really he's a good talent, and I think they made the right move by putting him in, and not because they're just three and zero. I think I don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick wins those three games. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick wins one of those games. I agree with you. I agree with you. Sure. Um, and as much as as much as I talk like so much shit about uh, uh, Tua, um, barring injury, and, 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 and I often got like people like um, his skill set would they confuse him like, oh, he's such a good kid, he's such a good person. Like, yeah. and people want to root for him, and that's why I root for him. Yeah. But it's, it, I mean, I had my doubts of him coming into uh, the in, the NFL. I didn't really think he was an NFL quarter like a quarterback ready. Are you too small? Like like, like uh, NFL ready quarterback coming out of Alabama, especially like with the the injury with the injuries and stuff like that. How injury prone? But like I'm, yeah. I'm he could he could he continues to amaze me. You know what I'm saying? Like he amazed me at Alabama. Like anytime yeah. there was something you know um, any adversity, he always overcame it, and I respect that about to him. You know what I'm saying? Always, always say this about him. I I, I think he. I thought he was a little undersized to play the way he plays. Right. Um, like you say, Colin, you, you look at oh, well, Colin Murray. Well, Colin Murray is super fast, right? Yeah. So he is very elusive. 
Right. Um, Tua's not really elusive. He does, he's not really as agile as like a Kyle Murray. I, if mm-hmm. I had to compare him, I would probably say maybe a, like a like a, a a diet version of Russell Wilson. Um, That's what Kyle Murray is to me. No, it's Kyle Murray. like he's like Russell Wilson light to me. You know, he's a smaller version of Russell Wilson. See, I, I, I disagree with that because he they call running plays for Kyler Murray, like straight up. And when he's running the ball, he's running to get past people. Like, um, Russell Wilson is very um, determined. He knows where he wants to go. And when he gets to where he's going, he slides. Yeah. He doesn't He doesn't go any further than he has to. Like, Murray's trying to score every time. Right. Every time he's running, he's trying to score. Now, but do you think that's that's young versus veteran? I think it's because he's fast, and he and knows just, he's fast. And I don't, I, I don't know if he's um like once he's a veteran, like he's smart. Like he's, I take it back. He does make some rookie young mistakes. If you watch a game, a whole game, Kyler Murray, he does make a lot of like Superman-y type plays where he thinks he can do all everything. Right. Well, I meant with the, with the, more so with the slide and the running. Well, whereas no, because he like, does. I'm not going to take this. He hit. does slide if he does. He rarely gets hit. He rarely takes mm-hmm. a full on hit. Now, Kyler Murray. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. thinking. About, I was talking about that the other day. Um, he rarely. Takes I don't think he's ever had like one of those uh, welcome to NFL hits. Right. He hasn't received one of those yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. But he's he's so elusive. It's he's just elusive. Easy. Yeah. So by the time you think you got him. He's like hit you with a little juke or spin move or something, and then he goes around you. You know, he's yeah. like chasing your little brother around, or you chase like a little mouse, <laughs> and you can't fucking catch him. That's him. That's uh, no. But no, with Tua, I, I hope but Tua with, continues. But with Tua, I I like him because he's got that moxie. You know what I mean? He's got that. Yeah. He's got that Russell Wilson moxie. That's that's when I compare him. He's got that. We're gonna win the game. We're gonna go down here and score. You know, positive vibes. You know that kind of yeah, that kind of thing. Like the total team player. Like he makes the other team. He makes his teammates want to play really hard for him. That's why. Like you notice how now the defense is really good now, and like yeah, special teams, and now they got a run game all of a sudden. Like you know, where was this team? Like he, he's united. Is it's like he's uniting that uh, the locker room. Yeah, yeah, because he's you know, and, he, you could tell he's that he's that guy. He's he's not mm-hmm. a big. Uh, a big ego guy. He's a big hey. He's a big we guy, not a big I. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think you could tell the the vibe of of Miami yeah. football has definitely changed. Okay. Um. Uh, who else we got to see? Um, Quarterback well, wise. Well, we talked about Kyler Murray. What about, about Kyler Murray a little bit? Freaking scramble and just I'm gonna unload this cannon right here and yeah. I got to tell you, I got to, I got to, I got to tell you something, man. I, <laughs> um, so I play this this uh, weekly pick'em game where I pick, mm-hmm. you know, you pick teams and everything. I don't know if I've talked about it before. It's on pool host. My boy Rob Base hosts it, and we usually get about or average about two hundred players a week that play. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I was first all the way up until that pass. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you? you yeah, pick, I picked uh, Buffalo to win. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I, I was good. I was good yeah. all the way until about 40, 40 seconds, about 20 seconds. I was like, they ain't going to let him get this. And he drops back. He rolls left. He does a little shimmy for the dude who almost mm-hmm. had him. 
and then he just tosses it up. And then when as the ball goes up, I'm I'm like I'm dry. I'm listening to it on the radio, and I'm like, just knock it down, knock it down, <laughs> knock it down, right? Just knock it down. And sure enough, oh my God, he caught it. Hopkins oh. just out jumped everybody. If you look, three his, defenders. His hands was over everybody else's by like a half a hand. It wasn't even close. Three um, defenders. But the thing is, right, if, if the guy in front of him would have just went up to block the ball as opposed to trying to intercept the ball, right, right. he could have just went up with one hand and deflected it. Uh, that is the uh, that is the one thing I hate about a Hail Mary pass. Yeah, you. I know you want to make your stats look good and I intercept it. You drive that damn ball straight to the ground. Absolutely. Slap it all the way down. You, slap it down. If you're that close to the sideline, you you put it two rows up. You slap it all the way down. Like I said, I'm. I, there's no way I'm letting them catch that ball. No. <laughs> no way. I'm hitting. I, I, I'm hitting below the belt. I'm pulling a shoestring. So I'm doing something, man. I can't. I can't let him kiss that ball on my head. And then his interview after the game was like, DeAndre Hawkins? Yeah. Uh, what he talked about, he felt like he dunked on somebody. Yeah, he dunked. It's like he dunked on somebody. Yeah. One was better than I. Like, yeah. Shout out to you three from Buffalo because y'all number one on you got most. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I, I like DeAndre oh. Hopkins, but he's trying to make me hate him. So I hope he don't. All three of y'all. Yeah, <laughs> he did make that oh, move. He, he made a great, he made a great play, and that's like one of the greatest plays that you're gonna see. Because it wasn't no accident. It wasn't like mm. it was a tip here, and he happened to be the right mm. place, right time. He squared mm. up, jumped up, caught it over everybody. Oh, like he a master at Mardi Gras. You know what I'm saying? They throw them. Oh, bro, back. like hey, that's up. yeah. I don't if if I'm at Mardi Gras and uh, DeAndre Hawkins is sitting uh, standing next to me, just go across the street. Say, Let's say, let's say Francis uh, Steve Collie is on the uh, on on the big uh, you know is on is on the float. You know he gets down. My he's guy the box. Has, he he's throwing the box. He's see you and like and for whatever reason Steve Collie, if he's listening right now, man, shout out to my guy. Berg. This dude, it big burger. This dude has a cannon. Yeah. And it's accurate. He gets loose. He gets, <laughs> this dude saw me. He was like, oh, no, oh, she's melting. Like. Four boxes of oatmeal cream pies, <laughs> and I caught all the way. Oh, 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 bam, boom! Like, yeah, I didn't know it was him. He messaged me. You got those boxes right? I was like, yeah, that was a fucking good ass throw, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> Stop, yeah, oh. gotta love Mardi Gras. Yes, you gotta love Mardi. But if, but if, but if uh, your boy in there, you just go and go to the, uh, go across the street because he got it. Yeah, but if uh, uh, DeAndre Hawkins is standing next to me, I'm like, yeah, I'm going yeah. I'm, I'm to walk down two blocks. Because he's yeah. catching everything. Catching yeah. every pass. He's a great, he's he's the best. I'll, I'll say he's the best receiver in the league. I can league right now? Yeah. I think if you, um, I think numbers-wise, like, football is kind of weird. NFL is kind of weird because you can't really, I mean, you can go by strictly the numbers, but you know the difference. <laughs> between um, who's the best in the league and who's just got good numbers. Right. You know what I mean, so it's like, you see Hopkins, and he's a difference maker. All of a sudden, Arizona, we're talking about Arizona winning the West all of a sudden. Right, wow. Last year, right. they would have been out of the playoffs by now. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's, I mean, it's, the play, it's the play of Kyler Murray, who... Uh, 
easily become like one of my favorite players in the NFL right now. I like him. Um, he's fun, and he's fun to watch. he had like Hopkins make Hopkins making plays. Yeah. He's, he's, he's definitely fun to watch. He's fun to watch. And I, I'll give him. Uh, and Hopkins making plays that, that, he's, uh, that he's doing right now. So we talked about the contenders. Uh, we talked. You talked about the the Cardinals potentially, you know, having being in a position to, uh, to win the West. Yeah. Uh, now the NFC AFC contenders that pop up on your radar that you didn't really look, uh, didn't, didn't really expect. I guess kind of like a surprise, but didn't really now, expect. These, these just contenders for the playoffs or for the playoffs, yeah, just to make the playoffs. Um, I, when when I talk contenders, I think um, as far as let's say for the AFC, um. I didn't think the Raiders was going to be as good as they are, and they are good. You can go ahead and say mm-hmm. it. You know, they're six oh, yeah. team. They're they're a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think the Dolphins. We talked about the Dolphins earlier, but I didn't think the Dolphins were going to be good. They they are, right. they are pretty good. Traditionally trash. And they are a half a game out of AFC East, so I didn't think they were going to be good. So shout out to them. Um, and who are they behind? Who are they behind? Buffalo. The Buffalo. They're half game behind Buffalo. That, dude, that that's a surprise to me. Buffalo. Right. Did they? they yeah, surprised. Buffalo I mean, surprised they, they the shit out of me. They were good last year. They were good last year, but I just thought, I, you know, you know how you uh, certain teams, well, some teams like have a good season, and then like they turn around and be like, you know, you, you kind of expect them to be like better, but then they turn around and be trash. I.e., like the Rams, okay. like the year, you know, that. you know what I'm saying? Like the uh, like the Rams, like the Rams, like they they made the Super Bowl, and then like last year they were kind of trash. And then, like, yeah. this year, they were supposed to be kind of good, but they're – I watch it – I mean, I live here in L.A. I see the games all the time. They're, they're just not impressive. They're kind of good. They're, I mean, they're kind of good. Not as good, but, like, just kind of good. Yeah. You know, like, on paper, they look, I guess, phenomenal. I don't want to say phenomenal, but, like, they, they look okay. On paper, but, they look better than they actually – Play. They're finding ways yeah. to win, but they're they, not... find, they find ways to win. But like, it's not. There hasn't been one Ram game that I watched this season uh, that would that blew my mind away. That made me think like this team is good. But like, you got to watch out for the Rams. Like I haven't seen one. Here's game. what I'll say. Here's what that first game they came out. I want to say it was it may have been against Cowboys. I don't remember. Um, but they came out. and They looked great. Mm-hmm. They were running the ball when they want to because they want to be a running team. And they want to play action off the run. That's what they want to do. They use their little oh. jets of sweep motion, and they try to they try to run off of that one formation, and they do a whole bunch of different things from that formation. Two things you I need for that to, uh, to run Rams. that type of offense. Two things you need for the offense. You need a good running back, and you need a good quarterback. And the Rams have neither. I mean, that's neither here nor there. They think they have a good running back, or they I'm sorry, they think they have a good quarterback. They and think they, they have a good running, quarterback. They do a running back by committee. Which right now is not is doing pretty good. Uh, um, the, depends on who you ask. I had Henderson in fantasy this week. The guys playing had Brown. Why are you getting them in fantasy? That's your fault. You never get a yeah. dude that's a part of a running back committee. What are you doing? Because Moss fits on IR. I'm, Tess, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. My point is, is Henderson nope. should have got the ball more instead of Brown. I would have no. lost this week. Well, oh, wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. But no, so like I said, you, you, you have to um I think they are they are as good as they can be better. They could be. Mm-hmm. But they can also be worse. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I always think Right, right. I'm with you. Like that's I guess that's my point. Because 
I yeah. said on four, and I'm like, Donald should murder these cats. And then should he'll be. make a and single play. And then you'll see another yeah. game where he'll get like three sacks. So it's like Yeah, exactly. He he has those games like he has those games like that will I guess kinda of like hold him over, like, you know, to make him like the elite or make him the most feared defender in the NFL. He has those games, but they are so far uh few in, in between. They're not every game. At, they're not every game, you know. It, it's kinda of like Dom Kasu or the uh 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 Tampa's Tampa's defense. Where everybody's like Tampa's defense looks so good, but like it's just the exact same way. It's like you go from Tampa uh uh losing thirty eight to three last week to the Saints to them just uh who did they just beat this past week? Whatever whatever the team they just beat, like and they look they look decent. The Carolina, right? Yeah. They look decent, but still Carolina put up like some points on them. And that's my point too. Like you know, I wanna get to this point too, uh, real quick before like, you know, we end this show. Um Tampa Bay isn't as good as they people make them out to be. They're not. It's supposed to be like, you know, said with Tom Brady coming in, it's supposed to be the Tom Brady show, but Tom Brady ain't done shit this year. Um, you have hated on you have hated on Tampa before the season I, even started. I, it's not it's not it's not hate, man. It's just accurate. Like it's just I, I, it, I, I guess it's just the way like the schedule falls and like and, and how and and people talk about like the uh, NFC East like or the NFC least. But the NFC South is just as is I want to say just as terrible, but they're pretty bad too. Um, they're not. It's not. They're not as good. It's not. It's not as good. Here's what, I, here's what I'll say to that. I think I, 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 at one point I agree with you in a sense to where um, Tampa's not as good offensively as they're giving credit for. They're like, if you look at their numbers from a number standpoint, they're like 22nd in the league of right. offense. Right. They're not that not good. Their defense is, is better than their offense at times. And but they can't. They don't match up with New Orleans very well because New Orleans is fast everywhere, right? Um, and on, on both sides of the ball. So it's like their offensive line is a, a good pass blocking offensive line, but they don't have a lot of like. If you have elite speed on the outside rushing, you'll you'll get you'll get to Tom Brady a lot. You know you won't yeah. get him up the middle as much, but around the around the ends, they their tackles are aren't that great. And Brady is not mobile. Wait, we know that. That's what I'm saying. They're not. He's not mobile at all. He's never so, been mobile. What? what, 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 what to your point, he's not. Their offense is not as good as their roster indicates it should be. But at the same time, they don't. They what they do well. Well, they're. I mean, they're six. Well, they're six and three now, right? Yes, seven. Seven and three. Something like that. Yes, something like that. It's something like that. It's seven and three, and they just. I think they I think just, they are six and three, and I think the Rams are seven and. It's, no, it's the like Bucks that. are I, seven I think, and three. The Rams are six and three. I think what they do is they just know Brady. What, where Brady comes in is he just knows how to manage the game, and he know he's not. I think at this point in his career, he's not really focused on three hundred yard games and all of this stuff. He gets it when it's there, but. I think he, he after another one of these. Right, he wants to get to the finish line, and I think he knows they need to, they need to run the ball better in order to get there. Burnett is not a great back. I think Jones is back. Burnett's just yeah. window dressing. Yeah, he's, um, he's he's just like uh, he's like the armor only tires. Right, he's 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 just 
serves there, no purpose. Yeah. Serves like very minimal purpose, but like he's he's there just to make it look good. He's there when Jones is tired. And, right. You know. Well, while we're on the guy. subject of the NFC South, yo, shout out Saints fans, Drew Brees on a speedy recovery. Like I, I hate to see that injury. Um, but you back to being trash. Yeah, no, Cleo. No. Nah, I no. think I, I, I think you let you let Winston get you. No, eight because twenty-four over the nope. next few games. Nope. You know why? Because they're not gonna let him. That offense is not predicated on the pass. That's nope. why they don't do a lot of down the field passing. What what messed what messed James Winston up in Tampa is Aries said we we letting that thing go. Throw it down the field. And he made so many bad decisions down the field, trying to force the ball down. With this offense he's playing with, it's quick slants, it's, it's balls out to the to the running back, it's curl routes, it's all these inside intermediate stuff. They got one guy going deep most most routes, and it's Emmanuel Sanders. That's, that's you know, it. I'm about to put you in the I'm about to put you in the category of Tom Brady right now. <laughs> wow. Saints fans, your team's back being trash. Look at the schedule, son. Look at the schedule. It's pretty light. They did all the heavy work early. So, who that? (laughs) Man, you sound like a true Saints fan. You want me to get you a bag, too? No. He ready there. He ready. He ready. He ready. He can't wait for the the season to be over with so he can go back to his... uh, Go back to go back to you know. Yeah, go down. back to your team so we can sit side by side in the trash cans. Straight up, dude. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm you know what's like so the funny? The barrel to a potential division winner, and we probably ain't gonna win it. But you know what's so cool funny? I talk about I, I I say Bridgewater is a is good quarterback and all that. No, no, no. I don't want to bash him because he's a good dude. But sometimes I see him play when I see and I, you know I watch all their games. And I watch every snap he's taking, and it's, he's hurt now, so I'm just like, I feel bad for him, but I don't think he's that good. He's not the, he's that. never been the same since his knee. He just, I, when he delivers the ball, like, he got three of the fastest receivers in the league on his team right now. So he got DJ Moore, um, Curtis Samuel, and Robbie Anderson. All are just straight up, they can go get it, right? And... <clears throat> They're doing a good job of incorporating Samuel, but he doesn't. Uh, the problem with with Bridgewater is he doesn't get the ball down the field at all. And that's I'm sorry, he, he has not been the same since he blew his knee out in Minnesota. But even even with even with then even then when he was in Minnesota he wasn't throwing the ball deep. He wasn't throwing the ball deep, and so that's what that's what they figured out now. He's accurate. He threw 10 passes for like 40 yards at one point. And it was like, oh, he's so accurate. Like he's throwing four yards a carry, four yards a pass. Who who can't do that? You you know, you know who who uh who reminds me of him from the same school? Who? Lamar Jackson. Wow, I knew we were gonna go there. I knew we were gonna go there. He doesn't remind me of him because he can't run. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for okay, sure. But Lamar is only accurate short. Lamar we Jackson is. We talk in and see who who are your AFC contenders. Real quick, who are your a- a- AFC contenders? Uh, Chiefs and the Steelers. That's it. That's it. That's it. Buffalo. 
No, no. No Buffalo? If 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 this last game didn't show me nothing else, it mm-hmm. showed me that uh Josh Allen got a long way to go before right. he think about being on that upper echelon of contenders. He doesn't like pressure. He doesn't play good when the stakes are high. You know, right. and I know he, he he got them to the point where they were winning before that miraculous thing, but he had a mm-hmm. lot of opportunities to do it way before then, and he did. He turned the ball over, or and I say, and I want to, I'm, I, I don't want to put it just on him. I think them as a team, they're not ready. The Bills aren't really ready for that next level yet. Like they know they should be because like the Patriots are in a down year and the AFC is pretty much theirs to be taken, and it's right. like, they just ain't doing it. You know they. ain't you know, they, they almost... They're not doing they're, enough. They ain't doing I get, enough. I get what you're saying. They're and not so, doing enough like, to, uh, to break away from, like, this... They, they, should, be, uh, they should be head they and should shoulders be. above everybody. Right, right. And yeah, we're in the same place. And they're not. So it's just like, that's why I say Kansas City and um, Steelers. That being said, if the Raiders come in and beat Kansas City, because they already beat them this year. Mm-hmm. If the Raiders come in and get this dub, we might have a different discussion. Wow. Okay, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Mike, like, who, who, who your uh, um, uh, who you contending man to? Kansas City Steelers. Uh, I think uh, I think Cleveland's going to sneak in above Baltimore as a, uh, so. a playoff team. Yeah. Okay. Miami's going to sneak in in the in the East or North, whatever division they're in of the AFC. The East. The one with the yeah, they're going to sneak into that. Um, NFC, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Chicago's got a chance to sneak in, Seattle, and the Rams. That's with that. The Giants from the NFC. Hey, you got to pick an NFC East team. Like, as much as much as we don't want to, as much as we want to say, like you know, say now that uh, we talk about how much of a dumb. Justifier that uh, that whole division is. I, it, it, One of those we could go. It's easy to say the Eagles because they had, uh, you know, they had the better team. But now you can't even right. say it's like Wentz it's a week is by, trash. Wentz it's is a week by week. Good. It's a week by week thing with the uh, NFC. Yeah, it's like you don't know who. Like right now, the Giants look tough, and they're three and seven. Hey, look, look. So I I know better. Eagles <laughs> better like, yeah, we all know better, but it's like oh, of course, like, Dallas lost four in a row. The whole team, it's like the whole con- or division is waiting on the Eagles to play worth the damn. And it's like, they're the best, they, they should be the best team right now, but they're not. They should, heads and shoulders. Yeah. Head and shoulders above the West, uh, above the, above the rest. Uh, they have like their, uh, they have, there should be no excuse. Like, they, I think they're, for the most part, pretty healthy. Right? Am I right? Yeah. I think for the most part, Philly's pretty healthy. Uh, it's just, Philadelphia? Yeah. No, the they, got, they, got they don't they have a good receiving core now. They're not hurt yeah. on receiving core, no. But they have other injuries. Um but their quarter they they're good enough to where their rosters you know what I'm saying? They're not the yeah. by any means. Right, right, right. That's the thing. Uh, I mean that's what everybody's saying right now. Like oh, they need an old old new quarterback, uh Carson Wentz or Prince Harry or whoever the hell he is. Um, gotta go. He's Just not, for the record, if you decide to release him, I'll, I'll deal with the injury prone down there in Dallas. If I got, I mean, he's better than what we got right now. 
But I, my advice to Dallas is just go ahead and ride this season out. Uh, whatever, and make this go ahead and, you know, because this season is a wash for Dallas, period. Yes. Um, just go ahead and ride this season out. Hopefully draft a, a good replacement or a, a better backup for Dak Prescott when he comes back next year. Because obviously he's going to, you know, they're going to they're back that bring truck up to his house. They got to. For who? Dak Prescott. They, oh, okay. I mean, Dallas, yeah, they're going to have to. Because, like, it's proven that he is the he's the key to their success. Yes. And well, I, th- I think they got to – they're going to franchise him again just because they have that option. Right. Um, but I think they are going to get it. I think and the difference is once they determine he is actually indeed healthy and, and good to go, I think they're mm-hmm. going to do a they, – they're actually going to uh, – do a deal with him this time. And I think he already said he would play again under the franchise tag. I mean, who wouldn't play for twenty eight million? Right. It ain't chump change. No, no, not at all. That's for sure. Yeah. Bottom of not... wings. <laughs> a whole lot of lemon pepper wings. <laughs> um let's see. Uh we got anything else? I think that's it, man. Yeah, that's it. Mike, you need anything? You got anything? You wanna, Not, uh, you wanna you wanna elaborate on? Do you wanna talk about? And then you wanna get off your chat. You seemed so angry last week. I, you know, I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. Tom Brady can't be trusted. I, I never, I didn't like him before. I damn sure don't like him now. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm just uh, biggest thing is I'm amazed we've made it to three seasons and mm-hmm. we're actually picking up listeners. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm glad y'all are here. Uh, oh, thank yeah. y'all for that. I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Uh, how point you guys? Uh, man, it's always good to come back, man. New season. Uh, hope everybody, all the uh, day ones, appreciate y'all for still hanging out with us and listening. Um, hope you hope everybody come back and check us out now. Um, get these numbers back up. We missed y'all. Uh, to all the new listeners, welcome. Uh, hope you enjoy this new season coming up. We got a lot of good things coming for you. Um, a lot of good new content and, and, and little fun things that we're going to play. Um, hit us up on the on the uh, socials. Hit us up on the Facebook. Hit us up on the Twitter, Instagram. Um, and yeah, man, let's get it. Uh, I just uh, can't wait for this NBA uh, free agency period to when the dust settles and, and just the remainder of the football season, man. It's, it's, it's great, man. Let's do a Trooper Tour Sport. Yeah, okay, you know, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, for me, man, I'm always appreciative of doing this show week in and week out. I get to do it with two of my good friends. Like, and we enjoy, we, dude, like we, we often say like, if if it were for one person, if we had one person listening to the show, uh, we would continue, we, we would just do it. Cause that's something we love doing. Um, as far as the future of the show, like, man, we appreciate you guys. Man, keep speaking with us, dude. Like, we're just trying to get better and better and better and better. Um, make each show better than the last, you know, from the previous last week. And that's the one thing I want to commit to this season. You know what I'm saying? Just remain, for us to remain consistent and uh, keep good, putting out good shows for you guys. We're starting to get feedback. I'm sorry, we're starting to hear people, like, come up, you know, approach us. Like, I think the three of us that we talked about before had, like, random people approach us about the show. And, I, you know, so that, it, it, that makes me feel good. Uh, it's, it's always good to hear the Hollow Point and uh, White Mike are both having the same exact experience I have, I, I am having with 
feedback as far as like from uh, out, of, out of nowhere, from random. Um, so we thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Thank you for everybody who shares the show, who goes in the group, who comments, who uh, likes, who, you know, does everything that remains active in the group and everybody go on the page and show love on the page. Um, we are going to do more interviews. Uh, well, not really interviews. We're probably going to have like some, you know, I guess get, have more guests on the show this uh, this uh, this upcoming season. Uh, we're going to do some more with um, the touchdown with Doug Smith, the homie Doug Smith. Uh, we're going to do more with him. We're going to do some stuff uh, with the author rocker podcast is uh, another local podcast out of Mobile, Alabama. My boy John over there, uh, great musician by the way, but he wants to do some work with us too, so be looking forward to that type of stuff. Um, if you guys want to, like, you have any questions, you want to, if, if there's any content you want us to talk about, hit us up, let us know. You know how to reach us, truthandtoesportspodcast.com uh, Instagram, uh, you can hit Hollow Point and I up on Twitter, White Mike's gonna get a Twitter this fucking uh, before before it's all said and done with before the end of the season. We will have a White Mike Twitter, right? Just yeah, shake your head, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Just shake your head. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Uh, so we really appreciate you guys so much, man. Thank you guys for listening uh, to all of our day ones, man. We really appreciate you guys. Love you guys to the bottom of our hearts. Uh, we do this for y'all. We gotta do it for ourselves, really, but we do it for y'all. Too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and. Appreciate all the love. Appreciate all the support. And uh, we're going to have new merch coming out, for, uh, you know, saying within the next few weeks. Um, so just be ready for all this stuff. Like, we're growing, and I appreciate it. I remember when there weren't, there were hardly any listeners. Now we're getting up there, and we have, like, uh, we have a great turnout every week. And I'm always surprised. I'm always happy to go over there on Tuesday morning, which is, like, Christmas, Christmas Day every day, for, you know, every week for me. Going and look at those numbers and see how like you know how much you've grown, man. So really appreciate you guys for thinking about it. Um, with that being said, you got anything else? Nope. Nope. Much love, y'all. Much love. All right, we out, man. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe. We done.